Crunch Time! Crunch Time! You're listening to Crunch Time on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Crunch Time! Crunch Time! All right, Kansas City, that's right, it is Crunch Time. And Crunch Time in a lot of different ways, Frank. Crunch Time with an AFC Championship game at home for the first time ever at Arrowhead. Crunch time being here at Zardis for $15 slabs of ribs. You could crunch into some unbelievable ribs right here at Zardis. You like that little, oh, little I, play I like in? That. Yeah, that was good. I'm, I'm afraid to sit too close to you. You're a little fired I, up. I am tonight. fired up. I'm moving up here I, just a little bit. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how happy I am. I, I just, I mean, generations of Kansas City Chief fans, generations of Kansas City Chief football players, generations of people here in Kansas City have been waiting for this week, this moment. Oh. I loved it. One of my one of my good buddies uh, tweeted out. He said, "How slow has this week gone? <laughs> it has gone so so slow." Blair is here saying, "Yeah, Blair Kirkhoff yeah, is Blair here." Yeah, Blair Kirkhoff's here. He's Keith like, "Man, Cash is here. Keith Cash is here. Bones is here. Your buddy, John Holmes is here. John one of the greatest Holmes high school football coaches of all times yes, in his yes, family. Yes, and uh, we are very very excited to be here with you guys. Come on down." Oh Frank, gosh, yes. You gotta come down here. First of all, you got you got fifteen dollar slabs of ribs, right. right? It's deflate gate. They deflated their prices here <laughs> to fifteen dollars for their ribs. The New England Patriots coming right. to town. Even, even the Patriots can't cheat fifteen dollar ribs. You're absolutely right about so that. So come on down here. You and can hang sign out up with for us. that. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, you get the fifteen dollar. Are you talking ribs. over me again? I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, what what, what are we we got Petro's show here again, me and you or what? Ooh, what's ouch. What, what's going on Ooh. here? No, but uh, just very excited about being down here. Guys, come on down. Uh, There's going to be a lot of people here. A bunch of ambassadors are going to pop in, Uh, a lot of different people. Uh, uh, Keith says he's coming down. Uh, Blair's here. So come on down, sign up. We have a great package, a great tailgate package that has been sauced up by Tickets for Less. Talk to us. That's exactly right. First of all, you come down here, you have to sign up, put your name in a box. Remember now, this isn't like trying to win the lottery. Okay, uh, there will be maybe a couple of hundred people, a couple of hundred entrants in there. You can sign up, and we're going to make two drawings tonight. One is for a, uh, a uh, tailgate for 15 people, meets all the fixings, even the, the plasticware and everything is included in this, for 15 people. And we're going to have a second drawing for two tickets for Sunday's game. Oh, my god! You've got to come down here and sign up. So come on down. Eat some great Zarda barbecue, buy some fifteen dollar ribs, and if we pick your name up, now you got even more to go for the weekend. You will be a big hero if you win that Zarda uh, tailgate package for fifteen people. That's incredible. Then we're going to pull another name out, and well, we'll give the first name a choice. You want the tailgate package, or do you want the two tickets? Second one, we'll get whatever's left. And yeah. either prize is just incredible. And tickets for less. We want to thank them. They're the ones that gave us the tickets for tonight. We're going to give away tickets all day tomorrow on Sports Radio 810. Every hour on the hour from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. It's just going to be incredible. So come on down here, sign up, get yourself signed into to the contest. Tim, this is incredible. We want to, hey, the other thing we got to talk about, number one, is the weather for Sunday <laughs> is going to be fine. Okay? There's hardly any snow coming on Saturday. Now Dusting. it's dusting to one inch. Sunday. Right now, it's probably going to go to about 45 and sunny. But for right now, it's going to be 30, sunny, with not very heavy winds. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I was pressing the beads a bunch. 
us Catholics, you know, pressing the beads, saying a lot of Hail Marys, Surprise our fathers. Surprised we get a blizzard. Yeah, uh, just for the weather to turn. And I want to thank the big guy upstairs for taking care of that for us. The weather has turned here in Kansas City. I, I, I'm going to predict right now that it's going to be at least 30 degrees on Sunday at one point. Oh, easy. Easy 30 degrees. Don't worry about it. I mean, my gosh. I'm wearing shorts. You're going to be a- you're going to be out there with uh, 72,000 of your best friends. The yeah. heck, go on out there. And don't forget, we got our two tickets, courtesy of Tickets for Less. And uh, you got to check out ticketsforless.com for the best selection, the AFC Championship tickets, the best prices, never pay any taxes or service fees. And, you know, the weather is going to be great. It's improving. Don't worry about it. Saturday, we're not getting any of that snow they talked about. Monday's a holiday. A lot of people don't have to work. Why not? What are you? What are you doing? Why not the football game? Remember, there are no promises in football. You played NFL football a long time. There's no promise you're ever going to get back to the AFC title game again. More, There's no promises. More importantly than that, Frank, and you can talk to all the guys here. J.C. Pearson just showed up. Um, all the guys, if you talk to them, the AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship game is played for the for the fans. The Super Bowl is all about the sponsors and corporate people and all these people who can give a rat's ass about the game (laughs) as it is. All right? They're just out there. They want to be seen, all that kind of stuff. The AFC Championship right here in Kansas City is for the Kansas City Chief fans and the Patriots fans, but the Kansas City Chief fans. (laughs) So this is your game. you got to be there. I don't know about you, Frank, but one of my favorite memories, and John, John Holmes was with me, at this, when the Kansas City Royals clinched to go to the World Series, it was oh, yeah. one of the best moments. I had my daughters there, Sarah was there, John was there, and we, we, we just, it was such an unbelievable feeling. And I'm getting chills thinking about it right now. We have an opportunity to get that same feeling with the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Can I repeat that, please? The Chiefs <laughs> going to the Super Bowl. Arrowhead Stadium has been open since 1972. Biggest game this, ever. This is the first time ever oh, that Arrowhead has hosted an ASC championship game. So in the second time, they've been in the game. Yeah. Joe, you were in the last one with Joe Montana in Buffalo. That was it. Yeah, that, that was, was 1994. It. And it's that, crazy. That game went south after Joe Montana got smashed to the cold turf. That's right. In Buffalo. Bounced his head off of the artificial turf, which was it was frozen oh, up, it up was, there. It was cold That was there. crazy, yeah. It was cold. Quit worrying about the weather. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Tickets for Less has got great tickets, great prices, no fees. Get the Tickets for Less. Quit worrying about the weather. There's no guarantee there's ever going to be another opportunity. We think this is going to happen every year for the next 15 years. I hate to tell you this, but it's going to a lot. Well, that's good. Don't hate to tell me. I think that's great. Well, I mean, because I don't want to blow this story of yours, but I agree. I mean, you got to take advantage of this opportunity. But I really and truly believe with Patrick Mahomes – at the helm of this team, that this is going to be more than likely a common occurrence here in Kansas City. I think there's going to be a lot of playoff games here, and I think a lot of AFC Championship games here, and I think we should enjoy it and be excited about it. But you want to be at the first one. Sure you do. This Absolutely. is why Anybody can go to the second or third or fourth one. You want to be at the first one. And this is an opportunity for you to go to ticketsforless.com, come out here to Zardis and sign up and win the tickets, by golly. Come on down. Yeah, come on down with us. Remember, you can win a 15-person tailgate or two tickets for Sunday's AFC Championship game, the first one ever 
in Arrowhead Stadium history. So uh, it's going to be a monumental. It's a monumental event, no matter uh, you know what happens. So. So we do have a bunch of, uh, of, of people here, obviously, standing around getting ready to sign up for some tickets and get some great barbecue. And we're going to have Keith Cash and, and J.C. Pearson on here in a little yeah, bit Mon, and some other guys. Have to, we'll, we'll, we'll work Blair in there as well. Yeah, we'll work Blair in. Uh, so we've we got a great show lined up for you. Do you want to talk a little bit about this matchup? Just you and I, and then we'll talk to the guys about sure. it. Uh, first is first, be careful what you wish for with with tom brady now listen i understand that tom brady is a little bit long in the tooth and a guy who um a lot of people think that maybe has taken a step back or two but i thought patrick mahomes really hit it on the head when he said today in the press conference that you know tom brady's not ready to pass off that baton yet (laughs) he's not going to give it up easily he absolutely is not and you know he had a good year i mean not a great year but well you know what pretty close to a great year and played really great against the the uh, la chargers with 34 of 44 and passing and just i mean they scored on their first three or four possessions yeah, right. so he played really well now granted you know the kansas city chiefs at home here in arrowhead's a little bit different than playing you know at home for the patriots with that advantage they have there because they don't play very well on the road frank no they don't that's great news for the chiefs too and they don't play very well on on natural grass that's good, too. Now, they've resurfaced the entire field, so field's going to be great. There's going to be no problem with the field, but they just don't play very well on natural grass. Yeah, I mean, you got to wear different kind of cleats. Yep. And, you know, you've got to wear some of the seven stud or the molded, uh, just a little bit different things than you wear when you uh, play on uh, artificial turf. You can wear, get away with kind of wearing like a, a hybrid gym shoe on right. those fields. So they're going to have to wear a different kind of shoe. And And you talk to teams that don't play on grass a lot, and there's a lot of teams out there that don't play on grass a lot anymore. It's different when you get out there. You feel slower. You know, look at the look at the Colts. Oh, well, that's an indoor team anyway. They look like they were in slow motion in that game, (laughs) especially in the first half. They look like they're in slow motion. So that is definitely an advantage. But Tom Brady's Tom Brady, and he's not going to give up that 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 uh, that crown as easy as everybody thinks he's going to. But I think the Kansas City Chiefs are a better football team. Yep. I think the Kansas City Chiefs at home defensively play as good as uh, any defense, especially over the last couple of weeks, especially last week. The confidence confidence is everything in the NFL. These guys are confident. They feel good. You know, they, they're starting to frenzy a little bit in the pass, uh, pass rush. So uh, very excited about that. And the other thing is, you know, you, you, got, you got Andy Reid. And, you, and, and you, a guy that really matches up well with Belichick. Belichick is the difference guy. He's the difference maker for the New England Patriots. His coaching and the things that he does are the difference maker. When you're going against a coach like Andy Reid, Andy Reid's going to have some answers. He has some things that Belichick isn't ready for, too. So it's going to be a great chess match between right. the two coaches. Yeah, right. And Andy's had his way with him as far as scoring points. I mean, he scored a lot of points on Bill Belichick's defenses. There's no doubt about that. Now he's got the kid. He's got the best young quarterback in the game. Um, the, the only advantage I see, and you can talk to me about this, because obviously when you play Buffalo, now you had Joe Montana quarterback, but Joe was an aging player at that time. And Buffalo had been in a lot of – AFC Championship games at that point. Uh, what is the only advantage I see is that, or, or the only plus on the plus side for New England that I see is the fact that they've been here and done this so many times. Like even the interview process this week, they're bringing everybody in every day. Andy Reid was not a happy guy today. He'd rather have been back in his office or back with the team, Xing and Owen and up and trying to figure out. He was on for like, brought him all the way up there to go on for 90 seconds and. I mean, it's all different. New England's been through this process. 
you know, and they know what to expect. They know what's happening. They know what's coming. Then when they get on the field Sunday, they know what that feels like as well. Absolutely. I think the teams can get tired mentally from the distractions that happen during the week of an AFC championship game. I think that can certainly happen. You know, I'm hoping that these guys, especially being at home, they're going to be able to kind of get over that little hump or get over that hurdle of, of distractions and can you mentally tired because you're exactly right. You know, Patrick Mahomes has been on pretty much every day for every day. the press conference right. this week. And Kelsey's been on, and Schwartz has been on, and Houston's been on, and Ford has been We're on. We're talking to the offensive lineman, Tim. And, and, re- <laughs> and, re- and remember this, Frank, and, and Keats, Keats can uh, uh, tell you this also. This isn't the Kansas City Chiefs media that are calling these media conferences. This is the NFL. Yeah, the is. NFL is running the show out there at Arrowhead right now. They have the things that they want. They're going to feed the beast a little bit. They're going to get you know their time with the players. They're going to get all the things that they uh, they, they want to get done. They yeah. want to they want to get this game as hyped up as they possibly can. They know they want to get the superstars in front of the cameras so people are watching. People are talking about it on ESPN. You got the Get Up Show or whatever that's called, and you got all those crazy Go to shows. Show. Yeah, you know uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the the two dudes talking back and forth like. Uh, like, uh, I don't know, who is that, Wilbon, and, you know, the, all those shows, what are they talking about? They're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Patriots, and that's what the NFL wants. So they're going to get their time in front of the players. But you're exactly right. Andy Reid can't be a happy camper with having his guys having to come back and forth, back and forth, because remember, the stadium where they do the interviews is, you know, away a from mile away. Facility, from, yeah. So they got to get on a, a, a little limo shuttle. bus shuttle. and shuttle bus and take, take the team over there, take guys back. That means they have to, you know, not have meetings or their rest time or whatever they have. So, I mean, it's a good problem to have. We're happy they have this yeah, problem. Sure. But it is certainly something they have to deal with. All right, let me talk to you. You've been in AFC Championship game with, with Joe Montana and Buffalo. What, what, was the, what was different that week, if you can remember what was different that week? You know, I, I, I think that, you know, we felt pretty good about going into that game. Remember, we beat Buffalo pretty handily earlier in that season. Yes, you did. That was the Monday night game that, that I feel was basically kind of a, a kickoff to the excitement and enthusiasm that's really festered and, and exploded here in Kansas City because of that game. So we took care of them pretty easily. So we felt pretty confident about it. But the one thing that, that really kind of threw us for a loop is when we lost Joe Montana. And it probably shouldn't have done that because, you know, Dave Craig came in and played okay, did his thing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when you lose a guy like that or, you you know, God forbid you lose one of the starters as important as the Kansas City Chief, you've got to be able to get past that. We weren't mentally able to get past yeah, right. losing our superstar. You know, so I, I think this team is, is, is able to do that. I don't, I'm not even going to mention any names of guys that would ever get hurt that could affect the game. Yeah, sure. But – that is something that happened to us, and it kind of threw us for a loop, and we never really got it going again. Now, remember, the Kansas City Chiefs and Marty Schottenheimer decided to do a little bit something different. They went with one linebacker, and they brought a safety up as the other linebacker. So it was basically they were running a 41 defense because uh, they thought, listen, we're going to put a better athlete on the on the field. I think it was Martin Bayless or something was up yeah. in the in the uh, in the box, and uh, uh, Thurman ran. All over us. Yes, he did. (laughs) So I was there. A lot of times, what can happen is coaches can overcoach instead of just sticking with what they do, what they've been good at, what got them there. A lot of times, coaches will try to make an adjustment or do something a little bit extra to try to just have that little bit of a difference thing. And that's what Belichick doesn't do. Belichick, he obviously is not going to have the same game plan, but he's not going to do something outside of what they do. 
Right. And Andy Reid isn't going to do something that's outside of what they do. That's what great coaches do. And I'm not saying that Marty Schottenham was a great coach, but I, I think that he flinched a little bit in that game because he tried to do something different. And and then offensively, you know, we got stopped, uh, you know, first down and two on the two and didn't get it in. Right. So that was a killer, too. Now, you talked about you played Buffalo earlier in the year that season when you ended up playing against them again. The FC Championship game and this year, here we go. Chiefs played uh, New England earlier in the year. Uh, lost again. They got behind, but they rallied in the second half, uh, put up 31 points, lose by three uh, at New England. And uh, how much does that play into what they're thinking? Because I, I really believe the Chiefs thought, you know, we if we didn't get off to such a rotten start, we'd have beaten that team then. So what are they thinking now? Well, I think the first thing that they're talking about is we can't turn the ball over like we did last time. You know, Patrick Mahomes tried to do a little bit too much when he was inside the red zone and threw that interception in the end zone. He was just trying to do too much. And he was a young guy in a big stage, and, you know, he was trying to carry his team for in a big game and, and tried to do too much. I think he's grown from that. The other thing I think that they have to realize is that, you know, they're going to try to pressure the middle of the pocket, and they're going to try and get in the face of Patrick Mahomes. They're going to try and pressure him. They're going to try and get him off his spot. Now, Teams have tried to do that, and I call him. When he gets outside of the pocket, he's been a creator. He creates plays. So I was just talking to somebody in St. Louis today, and they're like, well, you know, if they're pressure middle of the pocket and they get him out of the pocket, Patrick Mahomes, is he going to be able to make adjustments? I'm like, yeah, he's going to be able <laughs> Gosh, to make adjustments. Yes. I mean, the guy has done nothing but create plays outside of the pocket with his arm first, and then, you know, actually I should say with his head first because he makes some great decisions out mm-hmm. there, but his arm, the fastballs that he throws, the, the no looks, the left-handed throws, the, the touch throws, the touch of a surgeon passes that he has has been nothing but excellent outside of the pocket, and you just can't coach that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're right. Okay, we're going to take a break here. Everybody's tired of hearing me, Tim. We're going to start bringing some of your old teammates in here. we got Keith Cash is in here, J.C. Pearson show up. We'll try to squeeze Blair Kirkhoff in here at the end, too. Uh, he's trying to get a feel for what the ex-Chiefs are feeling about this football game as well. So don't forget now, come on in. We're at Zardas. We're at um, West 87th Street. Come on in here. Sign up. You can either win a 15-person tailgate with all the Zardis fixings all on the it fixings. and even the plastic where to go with it or two tickets to the AFC title game courtesy of Tickets for Less. Don't forget, check out ticketsforless.com for the best selection of AFC championship tickets, the best prices, never pay any taxes or service fees. Don't forget the weather forecast, please. It's going to be beautiful. Don't get us started on the weather forecast. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be over 30. The sun's going to be shining. Quit worrying about the weather forecast. First ever AFC title game in Arrowhead? Come on. you got to be at the stadium to witness that. So don't forget, ticketsforless.com. Go there, and don't forget to come on down as artists. Join us. Sign up. You can either win a tailgate for 15 or two tickets to the AFC Championship game. We'll be right back after this on Crunch Time. Kansas City's hometown sports station. Sports Radio 810 WHB. All right, guys, welcome back to Crunch Time right here at Zardas. We have a full house here, and people are getting some autographs from Keith and JC, and we are having people sign up for the 15 person tailgate extravaganza from Zardas. Come on in and, and, and sign up for a chance to win a tailgate for 15 and then also an opportunity from Tickets for Less to win two tickets to the AFC Championship mm. game, JC. Man, that's big. 
the championship game, Keith. What? That's what I came here for. Hey, can we? Can I sign up? Yeah. Yes, you I, can. I'd like to win all of it. I, the yeah. tickets and the fifteen people package, yeah. tailgate, yeah. all that. Man. Can up. we sign? Where sign, sign up? up? Hey, I'm here for the fifteen dollar ribs. Yeah, that's all I'm here that. for. I tell you, that's what—that's less than a dollar a rib, man. That's outstanding. What a great deal it is. Hey guys, thanks for coming. Can I on. buy one rib? Yeah, <laughs> just one rib. That's one that. rib. You know what? That's just like a potato chip or a beer. You can't you just can't have, have one. one. Yeah, that's right. That's you, that comedy routine. Who was that? Um, can I buy Jay? Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Yeah, I'm the white guy here. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, JC, man. You've been at just about every game this year, and, and by the way, thank you for all you do with the Ambassadors, and, and what a great group that is, and you know, if you guys don't know, the Kansas City Chief Ambassadors, they go out and they do so many great things in the community for charities, and and uh, and, and uh, we have an opportunity to do some work, yep. you know, pre-game with the, with the Chiefs and all that kind of stuff, kind of staying involved, so you've been to all the games, what do you think, man? Give me an, an, maybe in a couple sentences about this season and what, what you've seen from these guys. Man, what a, what a great, exciting year. I mean, these young guys have come in and they've, man, you know, what really strikes me is how close they are as a team. You know, I've been around some of these guys off the field and stuff, and, you know, they they really like each other. They hang out with each other. You know, all that stuff that you hear, you know, oh, we're a team, we're family, we're brothers. It's real with these guys. You know, and you can kind of see it on the field, too. You know, they're all there for one another. They're cheering for each other, and there's no selfishness, man, and that's why they're playing as well as they are, man. It's great to see. Keith? Kind of the same thing, just to echo what J.C. said. You know, we played on some teams that was kind of separated, offense and defense. These guys are really playing for each other, and it shows in the way they play. Uh, They're a lot more passionate, and I feel that if you're playing for the guy next to you and for the defense, you don't want to let them down. You're going to play harder. You're going to play better. So they really are a team of uh, they're playing hard for each other. J.C., one of the things, obviously, early in the season, the defense struggled a little bit under uh, Coach Sutton. You know, they straightened some things out of late. And one of the things they did is they made some uh, changes. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they they benched a couple older guys and put some younger guys in there. And at the, as, defense, as a defensive back, and you played many, many years in the NFL, you know, back there and uh, I mean, that no-man land back yeah. there. It's a on tough that spot yeah. on that island. Talk about it. First of all, how hard is that to make that adjustment? And secondly, what about the communication and just, you know, being a, a, a group and all of a sudden you got two new guys in there, but these guys are playing awesome. Talk to about these they guys that, that have jumped and, in. And, and that's kind of where that that brotherhood comes in. You know, and, and when I was around some of these guys, I was listening to them talk, and they were talking then about helping each other and, you know, learning from one another and that kind of stuff. As we all know, there can be a lot of selfishness, but I didn't see that with these guys. And to make that change against Seattle – is when they put uh, Ward in and took Skandrick out. It was a huge game. And Lucas came in. Yeah, Lucas came in. So I, I have to give those guys, the coaching staff, a lot of credit to do that, first of all, and then for these young guys to step up and play as well as they're playing now. I'll tell you what, with Ward, that Seattle game gave up some big plays. Yeah, we are talking about this yeah. at, at KU Hospital yeah. yesterday. Gave up some big plays, but he was right there. Just didn't play the ball or didn't play the guy's hands. But – when you're a young guy and that's your first start, big game like that, and you get beaten that many times, you can go in the tank. You can go the other way. But he didn't. He came back, battled, and kept battling. And, I mean, even when guys make catches on him now, he's right there, and he's making those plays. So I give him a lot of credit 
for having that mental toughness because, like I said, man, when you get beat out there, it's easy to go the other way, start playing cautious, start playing scared. But he hasn't done that. So, you know, I give him a lot of credit. I give the coaches a lot of credit for making that bold move and saying this is what we need to do to get better, and it's shown. You know, I as a, it, I looked at it from uh, just a confidence standpoint. Yeah. We have enough confidence in you to throw you in in a game against Seattle, a game that we needed. Yeah, we needed. I mean, we, we needed that game, and they put him out there. Yeah. And I think that he's building on that, man. It's it, it's fun to watch to see a kid grow up within a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and I think you guys, you hit it on the head when you talk about guys that have grown up. But, you know, they have so many great leaders in that huddle. You got Houston and D Ford has come such yeah. a long way this year, and and Jones, he's just—I mean, he's oh. the kind of guy he, he would have fit in on our team. Oh yeah, you know, back in those crazy yes. days man. of uh, the '90s Chiefs, yeah. oh, he man. would have been he, him and Billy Bob. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, can you imagine those yes. two running around together? Yeah. Hey, but uh, uh, Keith, let's talk a little bit about the offensive side, and let's first of all talk about the guy that everybody's talking about, and that's Patrick Mahomes, number fifteen. I mean, some of the throws that he makes are just unbelievable. But as a receiver, and, you know, and you you played with the greatest, you know, and Joe Montana. But as a receiver, I mean, do you feel it? I mean, they always have to be ready or find a way to get open because he's going to find them and get the ball to them. That's what's fun to watch. It is fun to watch to see guys just keep keeping on running down the field because you are you're in range every time he's out there. Whereas you look at some of these quarterbacks, and if they roll to the right, the other half of the field is, right. you know, you could, don't even have to cover those guys. With Mahomes, everybody is in play, so you have to stay alive. And I think there's been a lot of plays this year that there's a lot of DBs that thought he can't make that throw. But he made the throw. I mean, he throws in every angle. I mean, he looks like a shortstop or a yeah. baseball player out Side there. Sidearm throws, really... just everything. Exactly. Amazing. Case in point, I mean, you look at the Ravens game, he's rolling out to his right. And he sees Tyreek Hill coming from the far left. Yeah. And is able to throw the ball as hard and as accurate on fourth down and nine. Yeah. And make that, I mean, that that's special. I mean, JC, how hard is that to cover? I mean, it's almost <laughs> impossible because there's somebody that's going to be open every down. You can't cover everybody. You know, you're not going to blanket everybody. And he's a guy that's going to find that open guy. And, you know, I got to give Andy Reid credit for letting him be him and make those kind of throws Absolutely. you know some coaches want to change guys we've and, had a couple coaches like that yeah exactly you know and <laughs> instead of letting you be you they want to try to make you a system guy or a robot they've let him be who he is make whatever throw you want to make however you want to make it and it's worked out and when you have coaches that allow you to do that you talked about confidence that gives you all the confidence in the world to go out there and and just play play your game and it's great to see yeah time is not on your side as a defensive back oh not at all not at all. If you're going to create time and you're going to find guys running with some green spaces, and and, and bad things are going to happen. And especially look at these guys, Tyreek Hill and <laughs> yeah. Travis Kelsey. You know, you're and trying and to Watkins comes in, he makes a one-handed catch the first thing. Yeah. Come on. You know, and so not I mean, only that, but he's so – he can move. Yeah. I mean, this guy gets – he just creates more time. He has a good feel for the pocket, and when the pocket breaks down, he's going to buy another couple seconds running outside. You know what I love about him, too, is, you know, he's a passer first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he always has his head down the field. His eyes are scanning. Now, granted, the guy that we're playing against, Tom Brady, may be as good of a quarterback in moving defensive backs with his eyes than anybody who's played this game. I mean, you watched last week against the Chargers. I mean, he's looking and, and moving a, a, a safety five or six, seven yards and, and flipping his hips and whipping and the ball right across. Right yep. uh, So, I mean, so Mahomes is learning that. He's done a pretty good job yeah. of that. But, 
But, Keith, let, let's talk a little bit about the tight end position, something you're really in tune with. And one of my favorite plays, and one of my we always talk about it, is the throwing the ball at Buddy Ryan's pitcher after that touchdown uh, that got us into the AFC Championship game. But we've always had great tight ends here in Kansas City. Yeah, we have. We've uh, I had anger issues in my youth. So that's why I threw that ball against Buddy Ryan's pitcher. <laughs> How many times do you hear that? Because earlier, you know, earlier tonight, someone yeah. even brought it up. I'm sure you hear that all the Absolutely. time, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I hear it all the time. But, man, just to talk about Travis Kelsey, I mean, he is a, he's a freak of nature. I mean, he's a wide receiver body with, you know, excuse me, he's a tight end body with wide receiver skills. Plus, after he gets the ball, he can run with it. So he is a, a unicorn. Best tight end in the league. Uh, everyone talks about Gronkowski. He's a little older. When I look at this matchup and I look at all the positions and you compare com- position to position, Kansas City is superior in just about every position. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you have superior players at every position, you win games, right? Absolutely. And the, the only thing that, that maybe they could put the check in the box of the Patriots is experience. Experience, yeah, absolutely. Which is big in a game like this because, you know, the, the, the Chiefs got to come out fast, sure. score early because you talked about the experience. They've been there. They know how big it is. But for these young guys who have never seen it, never been out there, when it's a different feel. And, and you guys have know because you guys have been there as well. But it's a different deal, and it's a different feel. So I think sometimes these young players <laughs> don't have they just any don't idea. know any better. <laughs> they don't know any better. That's the so good thing. Go young young and dumb and young something and else. Dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 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 That's right, yeah. exactly. And you look at this. You look at history and what they've done in the playoffs. They don't play well on the road. They don't play well on grass. When I yeah. say they, New England. So when you look at all this stuff, uh, I mean, you could twist the stats and everything to, to make it sound however you want it to sound. Hey. But at the end of the day, Kansas City at home with Kansas City's home. It is a home field advantage. I don't care how cold it is. It's uh, got to be beautiful out. Yeah, 28 degrees. You kidding no me? sleeves, guns no. out. I'm wearing shorts. You got to get. You're a better man than me. That's what you are. But yeah, you got to get after Tom Brady though. That's the way you stop the Patriots, and we've always matched up well with them. Even you know, even when we lost earlier in the year. I mean, what is it? Three points, a field goal, but. We've always matched up well with them, and that's because we could get after Tom Brady. You know where he's going to be, so you got to get after him. And we have some people getting healthy. I mean, we have Houston back. We have Barry maybe in the backfield. Watkins Uh, back. Watkins back. The Doc is back. Chris Jones is playing out of his mind right now. And that's the thing, because now you you got those guys coming off the edge in Ford and Houston, and now you got a guy pushing the pocket in his face and Chris Jones. You know, that's going to be a big problem for them. And that landed on the quarterback role has gone away. Huh? Yeah. Has that been called the last eight well, weeks? Well, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, one of the positives, I think, for this game is, I don't remember last game, how many pass interferences were called yeah. and holdings and mm-hmm. all those kind of things, so little ticky-tacky things. Right. And they don't call those as much in the in postseason or in yep. the playoffs, that's and right. especially in an AFC championship right. game. Because the officials, they don't want to be the difference makers yes. in these games. Yeah, You know, so that might be an advantage for you. Hey, but Keith, getting back to something you were talking about, when we played in the AFC championship game, it was the first time we played in a long time that Buffalo was in about four or five of those before right. that. Did you feel – I mean – I know for me it felt even faster. That game was a, a, about a half a step to a step faster than I expected it to be. I mean, everything was flying around, and we had to kind of make adjustments to that. I mean, that's one thing the Chiefs maybe have to worry about a little bit. It is. It is, but I think that playing at home helps that. I think that being young and dumb like we talked about 
Uh, I think that helps that. <laughs> not that they're dumb no, no players. I'm not saying that. Yeah. No. Any, any numbers you want to throw? Yeah. <laughs> any, any certain guys you're talking about? I just think that they want to go out and play and play hard, and I think that they can feel it in the city. I mean, we are hungry. And I feel that, you know, sometimes when you've been there seven times in a row, uh, it's just another game to you. Yeah. You know, and you move on to the next game. But, uh, man, it's I, I look forward to the game. It's a great matchup. You know, as I look at it, I just the Chiefs have. And, you know, AFC, it, it does get faster. I think it gets faster mentally. I don't think it gets any faster. And we have superior athletes at the end of the day. Absolutely. Let's, let's get to, before we let you guys go, defensively, J.C., give me a couple things the Chiefs have to do in this game in order to win on the defensive side. Got to get after Tom Brady. And when I say after him, Chris Jones is going to be huge in this game because you got to get in his face. You got to get in his face and disrupt them. The guys coming off the edge, of course, if they can get there, that's great. But sometimes those guys get pushed wide, and that's not a factor. Chris Jones is right in his face. If he can get pushed up the middle, it's going to be huge for us. And then defensively, you got to take something away from them. They ran the ball really well last week against the Chargers. Got to make them one dimensional, though, because I think we can match up and cover those guys. I, I really do. I, I don't, none of those receivers really scare me where I think, oh, that's a mismatch. But if you let them run the ball and you and, and throw the ball, we've got a problem. So we got to be strong against the run, make them throw, and now let's get after Tom Brady because I think we can cover in the back. Are you, are you in the camp that says that Tom Brady can't make that long throw anymore? So if you say, hey, listen, we're going to take away the underneath and you take a chance with the long ball? Well, uh, you know, no. Yeah. Because uh, Tom Brady is still Tom Brady, and you got to do it one game. You know, I think he can do anything still for one game. But, uh, no, I think you got to go in with the mindset of uh, make sure you don't give up the big play. Make them have to put 8, 9, 10, 11 plays together in order to score. I don't think they can do that consistently. That's a great point. Keith, offensively, what do they have to do? Take care of the ball. I mean, it always comes down to turnovers, not committing uh, penalties, which we've had a tendency to do this year. But if they take care of the ball, like I said, I think offensively we have an advantage. We're going to score some points. Uh so as long as we take care of the ball, not turn it over at all, I think we have a great chance of winning this like, game. That's a great point because two no-nos in one play. In the red zone, you don't turn the ball over, and you don't want to turn the ball over, right. and especially in the red zone. And that's a double doozy killer, yeah. and that's what the Chiefs did. I mean, you know, right before half, that's right. you know, Patrick Mahomes just tried to make a play, throws an interception in the end zone. That's just yeah. a killer. you got to take those three and not turn the ball over. The red zone is so important. So my, my fact is, listen, we get down to the red zone, we got to score six. Absolutely. You sure. can't kick field goals. That's right. We, we don't want to rely on and not, not anything against kickers. <laughs> yeah, but. We don't rely on any kickers, <laughs> all right? No more kickers. Yeah, right. Hey, guys, you guys have been great. Thanks so much for coming on. And, and uh, real quick, what's your prediction, JC? Hey, things will be a great game. I think the Chiefs are going to win it. We're here at Arrowhead. The crowd's got to come out and be loud, but I think the Chiefs win. Uh, I'm going to say 30 to 20, 24. Wow, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Keith? I think the same. I mean, it's home field advantage. It is an advantage regardless of what some people have said in the in the press about it being too cold and we're going to be bundled up and all that stuff. I heard it's 28 degrees, not 7 degrees like they once said. So it's going to be loud out there. Chiefs are going to win. And I think it's going to be a little tighter game. I think it's going to be 30 to 27. 
Wow. I, I'm kind of, yeah, I think it's going to be under a touchdown. Yeah. But I do think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win. And when they do, i got to find you two because we're going to toast one. There you go. We've got to have one. we got to have one. One, that's it. Right? And, yeah, and, maybe and, two. I'll find, yeah. uh, find Frank. Frank, if <laughs> yeah. Sarah will let you go yeah. out, Frank. Yeah. We'll, uh, all the way all the way you, to the, to ATL. You, hey, you know how the Miami Dolphins, the, the team that was undefeated, yeah. after you know after somebody, lo- you know, yeah. everybody right, loses, right, right, they right. find each other. We're finding each other after this one, <laughs> I promise right. you. And there you go. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. We are here at Zarda's. Uh, awesome, awesome deal here. $15 slab of ribs. Come here. We still got a little bit of time, about 20, 25 minutes. We are going to draw for the tailgate for 15 special with all the fixings from Zardas and also tickets for less gave us two tickets to give away so we got two drawings for two excellent things and you can pick if you if we pick your name first say yeah you know what i'll take the tickets or i'll take the Zardas. we'll let you guys pick and then the other guy will pick you guys have to take the other thing so all right we're going to take a little break here we come back we're going to have uh frank and blair kirkoff we'll get some uh some uh, uh, tidbits from Blair. What's going on with uh, with the, the Chiefs all week with the with the media and all that kind of stuff? All right, guys, you've been listening to Crush Time. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, you guys man. Awesome. Appreciate Thank it, buddy. You. You've been listening to Crush Time. The most powerful sports station in America has a home in Kansas City. This is Sports Radio eight ten WHB. All right, guys, welcome back to Crunch Time. Blair and I were talking a little bit about, uh, about I don't know, some crazy stuff. So uh, we, we better, I hope that wasn't even on the air. Was that on the air? Oh, all of it. All was a- on the a- air? A- a- every second you know of it. Yeah, yeah, you're in actually, trouble now. Actually, I do my best stuff off the air. Yeah, we know that yeah. as well, yeah. I, I wish I could tell hey, half the stories. Don't today. forget, folks, we are at Zarda Barbecue here in Lenexa. Uh, we're going to have a drawing right after this show is over at 7 o'clock. Uh, you can, if you're picked first, you can pick either two tickets for the AFC Championship game on Sunday at Arrowhead, the first one ever out there, uh, courtesy of Tickets for Less. It's just terrific. Remember, folks, weather forecast is really getting better. It's going to be over 30. It's getting warmer every day. Not going to be a lot of wind. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful day and an incredible night. So and Monday's a holiday. Don't forget that. You can go to the Chiefs game, act like Tim does when he's at the Chiefs game, and then you can sleep it off the next day. I hope or if you don't pick the two tickets, you can pick a tailgate party for 15, all the Zardas stuff, all the meat, all the fixings, including the plasticware to go along with it for 15 people. Incredible prizes, but you got to come and sign up here at Zarda before we leave at 7 o'clock. And uh, Blair Kirkhoff, Kansas City Star, joins us, Kansas City Chiefs beat writer. They, you guys have been doing just incredible work for uh, just the last two weeks, as a matter of fact, or actually even a week off, the last three weeks. And yeah, always having to kind of come up with stuff on that off week is uh, never with, with. It's all about availability, right? Whoever you know, when when, when Chiefs have availability, that's good. When they don't have availability, you still got to have come up with stuff. So, yeah, right. Um, but I mean, where would you rather be right now than here covering this team, right? It's fantastic. I mean, this is they're not just good, they're fun. Uh, they're they're fun to watch. Uh, they're good guys. They, and, and it is. It's, it, it is. It's a good locker room. Um, Andy Reid's just Andy Reid. You know, he's he's a He's not Belichick. No, he's not. We I was talking to some Boston I was talking to some Boston media about this today. They're they're kind of the same in the way that they don't tell you anything, 
but Andy's nice about it. Yeah, yeah, he's, right. he's pleasant. Belichick <laughs> <laughs> will, you know, he's like Darth Vader up there. Well, I heard that Andy wasn't as pleasant today. No, he, he was like, not. you know, enough is enough. Yeah. It was two days in a row for Andy, three out of the last four, and and he's got to go again tomorrow. He was he didn't need to be there today. There yeah. wasn't, you know, the the injury update usually on the off day comes from Ted Cruz. It doesn't, you know, but there was Andy doing it. Uh, he really didn't need to be there today. You know, uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, the guys. I mean, it looked like most of the guys were happy to be there. You know, this is uh, one of the things that the NFL mandates to the to the teams. This isn't the Kansas City Chiefs, or this isn't the Kansas City Star, or or anybody else, you know, trying to get this going. This is the NFL. So uh, how are the guys? I mean, it seemed like they were okay, but, you know, Mahomes is gone like every day. Yeah, yeah, he has. Uh, but you know what? It's everybody's first time, right? But it's it's, it's really Mahomes' first time for everything. Yeah. You know, it's it, the whole season's his first. Uh, he was, you know, he's been great. He's such a, you know, he's so good, obviously, at, as a quarterback, but he's good in the, with the media, too, because he doesn't know he do, doesn't need to be. You know, he, he, he's engaging. He tries to answer questions. And one thing I really appreciate about him is he'll talk about his mistakes, kind of own them and describe them when he has a pick or a bad play. You know, he's not embarrassed about it or he doesn't get mad at you for asking. He, he talks about it. I just, to me, that's a sign of maturity from someone so young that he, you know, that he's willing to, you know, to, to put his mistakes out there and talk about it. There, there aren't many. There aren't many with him. But, you know, but, but when he does, well, like in the Patriots game, in the regular season, he had that bad interception at the end of the first half. Yeah, in the end zone. Yeah, we, we, it, it talks about it. You know, it talked about it this week. And uh, so, anyway, he, he's good. I thought the, the players have been really good this week. First of all, they all come to the podium. That's different, right, from the regular season. Usually get them in the locker room. You get one, you get Mahomes at the podium. This week we've had a dozen players at the podium and even more tomorrow, and that's um, – they seem they seem ready. They just do. They, yeah, they, they, they really ready. do. I, I think getting over the hump too. Even those guys haven't been involved in all this Indianapolis Colts stuff. It was still even Travis Kelsey said it was uh, that's now it's past. they said before we it wasn't us and all that. Right. But you knew they were hearing about it the whole time. I think getting over that game and winning that game has been very important for their psyche because now they're just approaching this. And I don't mean nonchalant. They're approaching what man we, we did. We're gonna do. And, you know, we should have beat this team the first time we played them. And I know, I know they're not cocky about it, but they're just in a situation where we should have beaten this team the first time we played them. I think we can play them toe-to-toe. Yeah. And I don't care how big the stage is because I, I, I think we I think we got it. I don't think they'll be overwhelmed by the stage right. for sure. And I think being an arrowhead is, is really going to be helpful there. I think there, it also helps that there's a familiarity with this team. They, they played them They played them during the regular season. They played them in the regular season two years in a row. Right. Um, you know, there's like 15 or 20 guys that have played this team three or four times. You know, and they they played Brady and Gronk, and, and they score a lot of points against, against this team, and, they had, yeah, and they've had a, and they had success. So I, I think that's you're right. I think the Indianapolis game was the one they hadn't played the Colts this year, hadn't played them since 2016. Um, uh, there's all the history stacked up against them, and they I don't think in the locker room they care about that, but they hear about it, right? Oh, they hear yeah. about it from us. We talk about it, and so they've got to deal with that. They're not dealing with that this week. They're kind of laughing at this at this Patriots. Uh, but, you know, oh yeah, playing the underdog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, <laughs> but against us hashtag. You know, they're they're kind of having fun with that idea. Yeah. You know, this this dynasty, the five time Super Bowl champions are you know portraying themselves as the big underdog in this. Hey, player, talk to us about uh, kind of the the decision to bench a couple veteran guys yeah. and put a couple of young guys in in the defensive backfield. 
I mean, was it an experiment to see what happened? Was it like a, this is what we're going to go with, and here we go? I mean, what was the mindset of, of the coaches to make that decision? And, I mean, it just unbelievably worked out. It has. And, you know, you're talking about um, uh, Charverius Ward and, Lucas. and Jordan Lucas, yeah. you know, for basically replacing uh, Orlando Skandrick and Ron Parker, who was cut earlier this week. Oh, my week. gosh. How about that? Yeah. That's uh, horrible. Tough. Yeah. You hated to see that for Ron that Parker. That means Eric Berry is playing. <laughs> right. But that's essentially what's happened. You've, you sub these two guys out, essentially replaced them, and – how do, you, how do you argue with the results? In fact, right. it's it's fair to ask why it didn't happen sooner with what we've seen. You know, and, um, the last two games, the Chiefs have given up one defensive touchdown, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's really the penalty. Bob Sutton talked about it today, and I thought it was a really good point. It's not just the pass rush has been there all year for them. Well, now they not only get the pass rush, they've prevented big plays. You don't see any explosive plays the last couple of weeks. One defensive penalty in the last two weeks. Right. That's all they were about the first half, of the, you know, first part of the season. Well, get, getting to the last time they played the Patriots. Oh gosh. Most of the big plays were penalties. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's, that those keeps those Didn't drives they have alive. Th- they Thirteen penalties in that game. It was it? ridiculous. How many? How many pass okay. interference? Oh, and, right. It, and, and here's the deal. I think it was Ward was talking about. It, I think it was today or yesterday. He said we were actually practicing not grabbing. We're, we're, we're actually practicing out there. Not. We're not supposed to grab the receiver. Well, we're actually practicing not grabbing. And I'm going, oh my gosh, that's amazing, you know. And I think the switch, they had nothing to lose. No, they, they had didn't. nothing to lose. They, they didn't. Yeah. Um, and again, maybe maybe should have done a little earlier. I, I don't know, but it's, you know, they got it just in time, right? You know, I was talking to uh, somebody at the Kansas City Chiefs in the organization. They're like. When we went and got these guys, you got to give Brett Veach a lot of credit for finding these oh, guys. God, when yes. they got them, they were just hoping to get some special team plays out of them. Yeah, you know, it right. wasn't like they were, you know, they these maybe going to be third team guys, and you got to give those guys credit because they came in, they didn't go to training camp, right? They didn't know the defense, and everybody talks about Bob Sutton's defense and how hard it is and how long it takes to understand it, and and is it too complicated? Well, two guys who didn't go to training camp. Who didn't play for eight or nine games have come in and just kicked ass. Basically, That's right. right? Yeah. Exactly. Play, Playing right. their butts yeah. off. They, yeah. they are. Okay. If if there's any advantage, and we've talked about this a little earlier, that New England has coming in here is they've been here before. Yeah. I mean, they've been to the AFC Championship game innumerable times. I know there's some guys in their teams that haven't, or on their team that hasn't, but the guys that have school those guys, let them know, prepare them for all this. I think that is the only advantage this team has all this disruption with the media stuff and you know all the pomp and circumstance the nfl receipt resodding the field and doing all these things i think that's the only advantage they have. i think it's a big advantage it, it, it it's a big check box you know yes. it, it just is but and i think back to the last year's afc championship game when jacksonville had a 10 point lead on the patriots in the yeah. fourth quarter now that game was in new england right but still t- you're up 10 in the fourth quarter you kind of expect to win that game. And they play great defense. Jacksonville was playing great defense. Great defense, yeah. and then, boom, uh, Patriots end up winning, going to the Super Bowl. So that's you know, that's the, that's the heart of a champion to me is what, what they have. And they bring that here. I just don't think they're the better team. No, I don't think so either. I thought Patrick Mahomes answered the question about passing the baton great today. It's like, listen, Tom Brady's not ready to pass this whole <laughs> Oh, no, no. no. no you're going to have to pull that thing out of his dead hands. He's not, he's not – He's not Out of my cold, dead hands. Remember, I heard that before. Don't say it. Never mind. Oh, boy. Hey, Blair, that's awesome. You guys have done a great job of covering uh, the Chiefs this year. It had to be a lot of fun, though. It, this, it has been. Yeah. Let me ask you something, though, Tim. What, 
you're an ex-Chief. You played in the last AFC title game for the Chiefs. How is it meaningful for you to see the Chiefs do this? It is so meaningful. I mean, this generations of Kansas City Chief players, you know, starting in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s, basically, that have, you know, underachieved and then not had the opportunity to play at home in an AFC championship game. And this is kind of vindication for us. It really is. I mean, we're part of the family. You know, we're you know we're that old crazy uncle that they always shows up at the holiday parties. <laughs> but but we're there. We're part of the family. You know, we're crazy uncle Grunny. Okay, you got comes it. In. We love it. And uh, but you know what? We we there is no animosity. Every alumni, every ambassador, everybody I've talked to couldn't be more happy for this team and what's going on with them. I bring that up because Dustin Colquitt talked about that today, the 14-year player, right, the, the big veteran on the team. He said he thought about the former Chiefs. You know, he, he thinks yeah. about them and the guys he played with and the guys before him, and he, he wants them to be able to enjoy this as well. Hey, Blair. Granny is so jealous. Don't, don't <laughs> let him kid you, okay? He is so jealous. There's no way. Hey, listen, folks, remember, just got a couple of minutes here. You can come and sign up. Uh, at uh, Zarda Barbecue for their 15-person tailgate. Okay, sign up and win that. If you're the first one pulled out of the box, you can pick either that or two tickets. Thank you so much, Tickets for Less, for all you're doing for us at Sports Radio 810. Don't forget, we're going to be giving away tickets all day tomorrow uh, on Sports Radio 810. Just come on, tune in 6 in the morning till 6 and I. We're going to give them away every hour. Weather forecast going to be great. Come on, you're Chiefs fans. You quit worrying about the weather, for God's sake. And I want to thank Sarah, your beautiful wife, yes. for actually putting you in a Kansas City Chief shirt. She did. You, I don't think I've ever seen you in all the years we've done radio together. You've I ever worn anything with Kansas City Chiefs on it. Without. Although, admitting. you don't have a 61 jersey, you rap bastard. 61? Who was 61? I Morris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. Thanks for joining us at Crunch Time. And go Chiefs. Yeah, you've been listening to Crunch Time. <laughs> the official broadcast partner of your AFC West champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Sports Radio 810 WHB.